It's time for Joyce's Thought of the Day on News Talk 850 WFTL. Steven Spielberg took no money for the film Schindler's List. He refused, saying that it would be blood money. He donated the money to create the Shoah Foundation, which searches for Holocaust survivors and records documentary video and audio materials with their memories. The scene with the liquidation in the Krakow ghetto in the original took only one page. Steven Spielberg turned it into 20 pages and 20 minutes of on-screen action based on live testimony. For example, the scene in which a young man escapes from German soldiers telling them that he must remove his luggage from the street was taken directly from the story of a surviving eyewitness. Steven Spielberg offered director Roman Polanski to lead the work. Polanski refused because it was too personal for him. Then he was simply not morally ready yet. Few knew that Polanski was in the Krakow ghetto until he was eight years old, but he managed to escape from the ghetto on the day of the liquidation. He was sheltered by Polish families until the end of the war. Polanski's mother died in the Auschwitz concentration camp. Polanski himself would later direct his own film on the Holocaust, The Pianist. When they first met on the set, Mila Flefferberg, one of Schindler's Jews who survived, was shocked by how much Ralph Fiennes, as Eamon Goth, resembled the real person. Her hands were shaking, and she even started to stutter. Steven Spielberg could get permission to shoot right inside Auschwitz, but decided not to do it out of respect for the victims. All scenes were filmed in a specially built replica of the camp, which was located near Auschwitz. Liam Neeson auditioned for the role of Schindler a few months before getting the lead role in the film. It seemed to him that he would not get the role, so he accepted the offer to perform in the remake of Eugene O'Neill's Broadway production of Anna Christie. After attending one of the performances, Steven Spielberg, his wife Kate Capshaw, and her mother came to Neeson's dressing room. After Spielberg introduced his wife and mother-in-law, Neeson hugged the elderly woman, and Capshaw remembered how he did it. She later told her husband he did it the way Oscar Schindler would have done it. A week later, Neeson received the offer from Spielberg. The original list of Schindler's Jews was found in a suitcase, along with his documents, in Schindler's attic in an apartment in Hildesheim in 1999. Oscar Schindler remained there during the last years of his life, until his death in 1974. Tomorrow, I will tell you the rest of the story about Steven Spielberg and the making of Schindler's List. Yes, it's different for our moment, but it's somehow too important to let this opportunity pass me by. So please pay careful attention. Get Joyce's Thought of the Day anytime. Subscribe to her podcast right now on the all-new 850 app and at 850wftl.com.